Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War. It's me, Mad Mike, and we are here to talk Impact Wrestling on... Sorry, on Pop TV, what you just heard was the static I had to endure through half of this show, and I did not get to watch half of this show because the Pop TV feed was so screwed up and staticky, Sorg! That's a real thing! And it sounds like it might have been a a cable issue. Um, because yes. they said people on certain certain services were having it. Uh, I'm Sorgatron, and I'm ready for this completely un- 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 unbiased review <clears throat> uh, for your video listeners. Um, um, yeah, for for the audio listeners, Sorg is wearing a shirt that says "Fuck that owl." We gotta be hardy, right there. I'm not. I'm not sure if Sorg is into bestiality. But mm-hmm. no, that's what. That's whoa, 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 whoa! Leave that out alone. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so this weekend, and so we've been talking about leading up to it. Yeah, there was uh, IWC's Night of the Superstars in Meadville, PA. Uh, some got to meet. Uh, you know, today, as of this recording, we had posted our interview with Ricky Steamboat. He was swell. Uh, Ryback was there, Mr. Anderson. We have a conversation with him that'll be going up in the coming weeks. Um, and of course, you know, being uh, recently re-signed to the WWE, I'm not going to have a chance to talk to the Hardys uh, for a podcast, right? But uh, I did have the opportunity to talk to the Hardys. I, I, I did. I did get a chance to talk to the Hardys. Um, and it was the end of the night. And by now, a lot of you, if you haven't yet, go to IWC Wrestling's uh, YouTube or Facebook page. Um, oh, I see that you're you're ready for the Hardys. Sorg, are you talking about the Hardy Boys? Yes, I am. The Hardy Boys. Are you talking Boys. about the Hardy Boys? Are you talking about ah! Team Extreme? Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't point that giant foam thing at your mouth. You know, put an eye out. Uh, but uh, but no, they, they did their thing, and, and it was it was it was fun. They had a thing with the fraternity and uh, Jason Gorey and and uh, Matt Connor, did, the headless horseman, uh, who did a TLC match, uh, which you know, I'm about to uh, actually on the verge of uh, editing that here soon. But uh, so the, the Hardys were like you know, kind of in the in the back hallway and and had been floating around doing some stuff, and uh, so you know I'm I'm kind of done, mostly done trying to get some interviews and and. Uh, Breaking down for the night, and they're standing there, and I, say, I go up to Matt and say, "You know, we're like, hey, you know, you guys have fun tonight." And I was like, yep. Uh, and I was like, "Hey, Matt," and I'm which which he's probably saying, "Oh God, here we go," <laughs> right? <laughs> and I say, "Hey, um, I just want to say, uh, please thank your wife for uh, retweeting us because we've been, you know, fans, you know, sent us the fuck they are shirt and." We've been, you know, wearing it and kind of referencing it every time that we, uh, you know, do the Impact Midweek War, which we're doing right now. And as we do, as I'm wearing it again, or maybe I wear it in fun ways, or we take a picture with it, or whatever the case may be. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, she loves that stuff. You know, obviously, they can't do it now because of the situation. And and we're chatting about that and everything. And Jeff's like, man, that fucked that out, Shannon Rawless. week." <laughs> <laughs> so um you know and, and you know we, we you know chat a little bit more and uh you know they, they're heading out and i was like yeah hey you know you guys have a good night they're walking away and matt just goes up over his shoulder fuck that out <laughs> so 
Thank you. Uh, you know, the, I've I've had the opportunity to work uh, around in, in uh, Matt Hardy several times at this point. Uh, he always ends up in the Pittsburgh area multiple times a year, it seems like. Uh, and I'm I'm usually camera on a lot of those shows. He's always been really cool. Uh, Rebby, I think I've met in person actually at an RWA show when he was working that, or when uh, they were both working that. Obviously, uh, I, uh, my wife has nice things to say about her. Uh, so, and that was my first time meeting Jeff actually. So, um, uh, really cool. Uh, they did a really good thing about by you know, thank you WWE for letting them come do IWC. Um, and, uh, and it was, it was a really cool night, uh, for a lot of things and, and history was made and the videos everywhere and half a million views on one of the videos that they, that we put up there around that. And, uh, everybody was really cool. So thanks for that. Thanks to support Rebby Hardy on this little thing that we do here. Now, uh, I think we should address you're making friends tonight. And I think this is a point where we do have to reiterate. Yeah, we're having fun with the fucky out thing. Uh, yeah, Mike has some opinions when he's watching Impact. But I stuck, I, I don't know if you saw, I, I, I stuck up for you on Twitter tonight. I did not see that. So uh, you, you had somebody, you know, and you get this. You, you get oh, yeah, this. Oh, yeah. I get Because I, for those of you who don't uh, lo- know and just listen to this, I live tweet Impact every week because honestly, it helps me get through it. Helps me vent some of my frustrations about the show. I do talk about good things I like in the show. It's a lot of negative stuff that I talk and, about. And but... you and you understand, like when you see the tweets, like they can very much come off as trolling. Absolutely, absolutely. We do not dis- dis- disqualify this idea, or even the way that we conduct this show can be seen as 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 trolling. But we hate super negative things. So we're trying to have fun with it, right? Yeah, and, because uh, because honestly, I'm aware I could just not watch the show. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could stop watching the show. But it would actually fun in that my quality of life. Stop watching the show. <laughs> but see, no, I'm I'm joking because there are people I absolutely love to pieces on this show, and yeah. I want to see them do better. People like uh, Laurel Van Ness, people like EC3, people like Allie. People like DJZ. And there's a lot of talent on this show. Abyss it was one of my favorite guys in the history of ever. And to see him just being wasted like he and is hurts to me. Be fair, to be fair, when the, when the deletion was happening and everything with the Hardys, I mean, that was a bright spot. And that was affirmed on, on this show, right? Uh, it Honestly, it even took me a while to come around to that. Yeah, it took, because I remember the first time when I saw them doing it, I was very, very anti-Hardy. Very anti-Hardy. Like you can go back and check check the history of of this show of my tweets. I was extremely anti-Hardy, but damn it, those boys flipped me. They completely flipped me, and it just shows that with the right story, with the right motivation, with the right angle. You can flip me on anything in TNA. You can. It's very because honestly, before the wedding, I wasn't a huge fan of Laurel Van Ness. I thought the character was kind of one note, a little derivative, a little boring. But then that wedding angle happened, and everything she's done since has blown my fucking mind wide open. And it's amazing. I need to do a YouTube dive on Impact the last couple of weeks, apparently. Yeah, no, like. There are things I really and and for all my bitching, you'll notice I don't talk about the actual in-ring work. 
which is always fair to very good. Like, unless there's a real stinker on the show, which there have been. Every wrestling show has stinkers. But I've never talked ill about the in-ring product. The in-ring talent has always been very good. Um, do I wish some of them had better things to do? Yes, absolutely. Does it make me hurt a little bit inside every time I hear Rockstar Spud introduce someone as a ring announcer? Yes, it kills me. Because that man is one of the most talented people on that fucking roster. And the fact that he's not wrestling is a travesty. Right. And, and, And this is something that in the history of the Wrestling Mayhem show, we have seen the rise and fall and sort of re-rise and stumble and 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 it's it's been the end of and, a roller coaster. And like, Keystone like, Cops and, and all that kind of thing, right? And and it's we have to see how this story ends. And we keep and especially even in the last couple of years of are they gone? Are they gone? Are they gone? Oh, they're back, you know. I mean, just watching that happen has been really curious mm-hmm. um and, and and i think we want to not just go away walk away from it and just kind of hear about how it happened uh so we're doing a documentation this is a a, a, a we're cataloging this at this point i'm being a completionist about tna i'm just watching <laughs> until it's over yes. i can't help it i watch smallville to the bitter end i watch friends till the bitter end i'm watching tna until it's done i don't know when that's gonna be but yes, but and and to uh, some detractors I've seen through Twitter who call me a quote unquote WWE mark. Please, <laughs> I I direct your attention to the Raw wrap up. <laughs> there were people when you weren't on the Raw wrap up. There were people who were like, I can't wait to see how Mad Mike hates Raw tonight because <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Like, like because, again, I'll Twitter this. accounts I don't know saying I can't wait to see how mad my case were on tonight because it was so good. That brings me so much joy. I mean, <laughs> and you'll notice we don't do a SmackDown recap because I actually pretty like I like SmackDown a whole lot. Like, there's not too much ill I can say about SmackDown except that they don't know how to do tag team wrestling. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> other yeah, than rough. that. SmackDown's a pretty ace show, <laughs> and talking smack. Don't even get me started. But Raw, Raw, I need some work sometimes. Like I'm, I'm, I didn't get to talk about this because I wasn't on the Raw wrap up because I was at Raw. I'm very worried for a couple of people who got moved to Raw. I'm extremely, <laughs> extremely worried. I'm very Sorg. You have no idea how worried I am. We'll talk about that Monday on the Raw. Oh wrap-up. God! Well, let's get our game. Let's do uh, two rounds of our our game here on Impact of how we go about things because I do not watch Impact because I don't have enough time and I already watch all the other things. So. And Sorg also doesn't have the channel. To be I, well, fair, so Sorg- actually there there is no legal way for me to watch it, which is a yeah. qualification for me. Yeah, I'm a cord um, cutter, yeah. and there's nowhere for me to see it. Lucha Underground, I can get it on iTunes. Uh, can I get Impact on iTunes? I'm not going to get Impact on no. iTunes if that's the case. Um, just, you might be able to get it delayed on the Fight TV app. Isn't that Canadian? I thought, it was, I thought Impact was on Fight TV. Yeah, but I thought that's Canadian. Oh, I don't know. I've never used the Fight TV oh, app. Oh, F-I-T-E tap. Yeah. That one. I'm thinking Fight Network. I'm sorry. Uh, the Fight TV app, which you can click on over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and support the show uh, to watch that was Impact. the setup, Sork. They have pay-per-views, but I don't think they have episodes. They have like clips, like what oh, okay. you see on YouTube. Okay. Okay. But I have not seen that they've had episodes, Okay, which is weird to me. 
um, considering they have the pay-per-views. But and and Ring of Honor, they have the shows and they have the pay-per-views. So I don't know. Anyways, okay. So again, um, Impact was weird for me this week. the The feed was scrambled during a lot of it, so um, I didn't get to see all of it. I got the gist of every segment. If I missed something, I apologize. I'm also going off a um, a, a results sheet because honestly. I could it it literally wouldn't come through on the TV. So uh Sorg, the first round, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Fact the first. The new number one contender is a man who has most recently lost to Jesse Goddard. Okay. Fact the second. Um let's see. Fact the second. Laurel finally entered a wrestling ring ever since her wedding. Okay. Fact the third. TNA did a well-executed tease of a new wrestler. I'm guessing that's false as shit. Of course it is, Sorg! <laughs> but, uh... So they had they had a match um, with Sienna and KM against Allie and Braxton Sutter. It was, it was a decent match. Um, ended up with Sienna tripping over KM and Allie falling on top of her for the win. A little weird. But um, they've been teasing this thing, Fury Unleashed, for the past couple days, uh, past couple weeks. And I'm, I was excited. I was like, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh, this could be something really fun. And I saw there was a woman's legs. And I'm like, maybe it's a new female wrestler. That'd be cool, like building up a new female. No, it's like it. Last week we got Sienna saying Fury will be unleashed, but she didn't say it in the ring. She said it in a video package that the announcers didn't reference last week at all. So after this loss, Sienna doesn't point to the back or anything like that. We just hear new music, and the announcers are like, "Oh, this must have been what it meant when it said Fury was going to be unleashed." And out comes this guy, Congo Kong. Oh, have you heard of Congo Kong? I've seen Congo Kong. Okay, I have not I seen Congo Kong. Before. Talked about Congo Kong on the uh, on Indie Mayhem show. Like I think, I think some, one of our interviewees was talking about him. He's been on Art of Wrestling. He is interesting. <laughs> interesting how Sorg? Um, let me know what they did with him. Um, they they made him a wild Samoan, basically. That's basically what he is. Okay. Yeah, uh, and he beat up Braxton Sutter. And I, I'm wondering why KM is necessary if we're going to also have this guy. Okay. Because, because it seems like you could have just had Sienna versus Allie, and then when Braxton helps Allie win or something like that, then you have Sienna say, fine, Braxton, you want to be like that? Here's Congo Kong. Instead of KM there for seemingly no reason. Because he's not a threat because he's already lost both matches he's been in. But yeah, alright. Anyway, uh the other thing uh I talked about there's a new number one contender, Sorg. Um alright, so so the three people who are who are in line for this, apparently there was a fan vote online, which I don't see because Impact Wrestling has blocked me on Twitter. So it was either James Storm, 
EC3, or Matt Morgan? Who do you think won, Sorg? James Storm. You are correct, sir. It just kind of I understand how the impact uh, dysfunction works now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're you're in, you're in the matrix. You're in the matrix. You can see it. You can see it. You just can't change it yet, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, James Storm, who his last match, I believe he lost to Jesse Goddard's as part of the DCC. Meanwhile, EC3 was not chosen despite having perhaps the best win-loss record in the history of Impact Wrestling, save for Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying that Pac-Man Jones was undefeated. Dropping, dropping Pac-Man Jones references. Holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sorg, are, are you ready for round two? Let's hit it. Okay, round two. Hurricane Helms made his in-ring return to limited fanfare. Okay. Fact two. Uh, Josh Matthews said that if his team lost, he would leave the announce booth. He isn't lying. Fact three. They brought up the fact that Chris Adonis, if you know his wrestling history, you know what he can do when he was wrestling Lashley. Oh, I feel like I feel like they would have done that. I feel like uh, I'm going to go with the Josh Matthews thing is false. Nope, they're all true, Sorg. Oh no! Ah, like I said, I. There was a lot of scrambled part on my TNA this week, so I couldn't really be too clever with these. And plus, the show really was not that interesting at all. It just really wasn't. It was about the announcers screaming at each other, and when they weren't screaming at each other, I had static on my TV. So it was a very irritating watch. But um, apparently, Josh Matthews is done with announcing in TNA. That's what he said. He said he wasn't lying. He said he wasn't lying several times. Which leads me to believe one of two things, Sorg. Absolutely lying. Well, both options... uh, All right, There are three things that can happen from this, Sorg. Two are terrible. One is terrific. Actually, no. Fuck it. There's four. There's four options. Are you ready, Sorg? Go for it. Because next week they're doing a live show. They're not really live. It's going to be live to tape. But still, option one, he's just flat out lying. Okay? He's just flat out lying, or he does the Wrestler X thing and commentates under a mask. Which, again, horrible. Option the second, he returns as an in-ring performer. Oh, no. And challenges Jeremy Borash to a fight. they call him the Crippler? Uh, that's a different guy, I believe. Uh, I thought that. I thought that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly positive that's a different guy. What the hell do they call him? They call him something on Tough Enough. I no idea. Maybe the crippled. I'm not sure. Um, Sorg, option three is that he's actually done with TNA wrestling, which 
is a possibility. Who the fuck knows? Because they ended Impact with everyone, all the faces coming out and laughing at Josh Matthews. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Um, possibility. He could actually be done with the company, which I'd be okay with. And Sorg Option 4, say he's a manager for Madison Rain. That's, that, those are the only things that can happen. Hmm. I'm not sure I want any of those except for him being done. And again, like the people are like worried about him trolling. Like, please tell us what you liked about Impact. Like, seriously, we want to know. I and there, there, mm-hmm. there, there yeah, are people because, out there because there are people telling me that I hate everything about Impact, but they're not telling me what they like about Impact. <laughs> it's very convenient that they don't mention what they like about Impact. Mm. Very convenient, but. I mean, like I said, there are things I like on Impact. Maybe not that much this week. Because I'll be honest, pretty much every match kind of fell flat for me. Mostly because the stack and the a combination of the stack and the announcing. I didn't get a full match on the show. Didn't get a full match on the show. Like, and it's a shame. Because uh, DJZ had a match with Davey Richards. And it was okay. Um... By the way, uh, best wishes to DJZ. Hope you get better soon. Um, but yeah, there was, a, there was a triple threat tag team match with Reno Scum, who I don't really care about. Decay, who loses again. Abyss, please leave that company. Please. You can team with, with, Dave, with Davey Miley in, in NXT, and that would be great. You could be a, you could be a lawyer. For someone on SmackDown, please just do something, something different. Um, there, there was a match with Rosemary and Santana Garrett, and Santana Garrett was amazing. I hope she's in the NXT Women's Tournament. <laughs> Personal preference, I, I think she'd be great. But yeah, I mean, we didn't have the tag champs on this show. Bobby Lashley was a forgettable part of the eight-man tag, and he's the world champion. Uh, I think they've just dropped the whole Cody and Moose storyline because that hasn't been on for a couple weeks. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Don't know what they're doing. Uh, the X Division's the X Division title storyline is the worst. Hurricane uh, Shane Helms did come back to wrestle tonight, but it was basically just doing one move, leaving the ring because he can't actually wrestle right now. I don't think it's just and and. and Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett still look way too similar for me to for them to be feuding. They look way too similar to each other. Like one one of y'all needs to shave. One of y'all needs to shave. I'm sorry, it just has to happen. It's blending together. Yeah, pretty much. Um, because I always forget which one of them is actually the champion. And so it's worse for me because the only time I've ever seen them, they wrestled each other. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you didn't have announcing, you wouldn't know which one was which. You wouldn't know. The only cool thing about Andrew Everett right now to me is that they call him the Skywalker and he has a move called the Kylo Kick. Which, A, makes him a heel. Uh, Even though he's not heel. But I I don't know. Like, Impact, it it wasn't a strong show this week. It was not a strong show. Hopefully, now that this announcer bullshit is done, we can get back to I don't know, promoting the talent. Oh, and yeah, by the way, uh, 
they, they were they were plugging that oh those those of you who know professional wrestling knows what Chris Chris Adonis can do. Yeah, guess what, buddy? I know professional wrestling. I know Chris Adonis as the masterpiece. Guess who the masterpiece wrestled that basically destroyed his entire gimmick? If you guess the guy he was wrestling at the time that you said that quote, Bobby Lashley, where Bobby Lashley broke the master lock really fucking easily, you're mm-hmm. correct. I was going to say that one soldier at one of the uh, tributes of the troops. But that doesn't count because Bobby Lashley distracted Chris Masters. Oh. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh and mm-hmm. by the way, Sorg, we're apparently getting an American, an American soldier's gimmick in TNA. And, yeah. it's, and it's not going to be GI Bro. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm afraid. Is it the one arm, uh, one leg guy? I'm afraid it's going to be him. And there was someone else too, and I can't think of his name. Maybe I mean, Crim- maybe Crimson. <laughs> There's two Crimsons, <laughs> and I keep thinking the other one when you say Crimson. Yeah, yeah, you know, Amazing Red's cousin. His big cousin, right? Um, no, no, no. There's, there's one that does like the face paint thing and teams with Corey, and he just came oh, up okay. in conversation in PCW. Gotcha. So. Oh, and by the way, um, we have yet another episode of Impact where someone comes out carrying another brand's championship. What was because it now? Magnus carried out the Global Force title again. No, he didn't carry it out last week because. Last week, they didn't time out their show correctly, and you had to watch that on YouTube. I don't... I... Mm. Mm-hmm. So please, email us, goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Tell me what you like about Impact. I'm begging you. Tell me what you like about Impact. Not that you don't like that I don't talk good about Impact. Tell me what you like about Impact. I want to know because together with constructive criticism, we can hashtag make impact great again. So sword, where can the good people find you on the internet? Swordtronmedia.com. That's it. That's it. That's all I got right now. Okay. You can find me at Mad Mike 4883 on the Twitter machine. Also go to at Mayhem Show. Hit up the hashtag MM so you can hear me be an asshole about impact and occasionally talk about good things. Uh, please feel free. Interact with me while I watch it. I interact back, and you may not like what I say, but I will be absolutely truthful with you. Um, and I'm never rude. And also feel free to check out 32 Manias of Mike. It's on our YouTube feed. It's all 32 WrestleManias. I've watched them all, and I did a podcast about each and every one of them. Also, go to our Facebook group. We have a, uh, a, little, a little competition going, the WrestleMania Madness Bracket Challenge. And you get to vote on your favorite WrestleManias, and you may even be surprised what your favorite WrestleMania is, given these brackets. Alrighty, so for Sorgatron, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week 1.